Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. Today we have on a wonderful guest, a guy who's been on the show before, Brent Peoples. Brent has been a guy who's done, he's an artist, who's done so much. Uh, he's done all new Superman, he's done Titans, he's done Flash, he's done Major X, he's done his own book as well too, and really wonderful guy Brent is. And today we talk about so much. We gave you a lot of motivation, inspiration to other creatives. We talk about the current situation with social media and what it's like being a creative on there. And boy, oh boy, do you seem insane with it these days when you tell people about it. And then also we talk about as well, you know, owning your own comics and owning your own media and what that means for your future and what it's like working in comics full time and when you have kids. It's a whole lot of stuff, folks, that you guys will enjoy. Get some good motivation, inspiration, and enjoy a few laughs as well. If you guys do enjoy it, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. And, of course, if you want to actually catch the video portion of this, we actually did video for this one. So you can go over to my YouTube channel, Dakota Morgan, where I do video game playthroughs, put up episodes of the podcast, and you can catch the video version of this. Also, I have the show Dino Times, where I cover things paleontological and with facts, reviews, and more over on there. Video game playthroughs that involve comics themed as themed stuff as well also other nerdy video games and dinosaur content too so if you guys enjoy that go over to dakota morgan and if you guys want to follow me on twitch for video game playthroughs coderex 97 for a live run uncut and social media for x and my instagram are going to be description box down below at dakota underscore morgan 97 for instagram and at dakota morgan 3 on twitter now that business is out of the way again guys though be sure to subscribe i kind of lied now that business is out of the way be sure guys and i can't just be sure to listen to what brent has to say and we have really good time so without further ado though let's dive right into my talk with brent um oh come on let it work yeah and we're good to go awesome man now again you've been on the podcast before and it was a blast having you back and that's what I was going through restarting the show i was like i gotta have brent back on because he was a fucking blast to have well i appreciate it yeah so what do you what have you been up to man like it's been i think about a year two about a year since you've been on the show like what have you been up to in the past year uh the past year was i did some marvel stuff um worked on ghost rider primarily uh, i'm trying to think what else spider-man was before that because i did a little i did a little a few pages in that spider-man lost hunt book um okay. yeah, that was okay. Yeah, that was before, that was over a year ago because that was before Christmas last year. Because I was doing a signing in uh, Denver for it and almost didn't make it home for Christmas because there was a big blizzard that came through. So I was laid over for like oh, two shit. days. <laughs> oh, then what do you do for two days when you're laid over? Like, what the fuck do you do? As <laughs> I stayed in an airport for 15 hours, and they, the store was nice enough to to pay for a. Uh, hotel for an extra couple nights and they you know help take care of food and and stuff like that so uh it was very nice of them to do um so yeah that's but yeah last year was primarily um primarily ghost rider stuff is what i was doing last year i think there might have been something else in there but i can't really remember okay so, I mean, it's definitely, it seems like you've been busy. I mean, I saw, I was checking out on your website and stuff, too. And it's, you got, like, subscriptions shit going on right now, too. You got what going on? It sounded like you said um, there was, like, some subscription stuff going on. Yeah, on, like, so it's, a, it's something we want to build out. So um, we're still working on some of the stuff that we're wanting to do for the website. But it's, you know, everybody's kind of doing, you know, you have Patreon and things like that. Um, but... I would like to, I would like to do it where if if I'm gonna have a Patreon, then it's a Patreon that 
Patreon doesn't get a cut of. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you want to actually make money is what you're saying here. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, there's a way, there's ways my, and my wife knows better cause she's, she's into all that, but she knows better than me. Um, but I guess there's a way to do a subscription service. So if I want to do a, a Patreon type situation, then we can do that through the actual uh, website where people subscribe and then I produce content and then it's just like a monthly subscription thing. So, so that's what we're trying to, we're trying to build that out. Um, hopefully maybe this year where, you know, so there's how to's or, um, you know, start to finish type situations or just, you know, you know, the stuff, the extra stuff that you get on Patreon. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Dude, dear, I don't know how people make it work. Like, it seems like an everyday hassle for that sort of shit. Like, I was just uh, podcasts I know, like, they're Patreon and they, there's like, they don't have day jobs. They just do the Patreon and make it work. Yeah. I, I don't know. And they're running like seven shows on the Patreon network. And I'm like, how do you just, what do you do? Like, what, like, how do you get time for yourself? Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I don't know how they, I mean, if it's a full time job, I think it makes it a little bit easier, but it's crazy to me that what people are doing now with Patreon. Cause, do you remember when it first started, Patreon? Oh, I know. Yeah, it's insane where it's gone now. I can't, I can't believe it. But if I wish you the best of luck though, and, and if it seems like your wife's helping you out with it, you're saying? Yeah, I mean, she's really, she's really good at that kind of stuff. She's, she's got a background in marketing and web design and graphic design. So, um, you know, she's, she works full time uh, doing marketing for a company, but she's dipping her toe back into her own thing. So I'm kind of the, when we have time or when she has time with her schedule, um, yeah, kind of dipping her toe back in to, to use me as a case study in case she wanted to, case study. you know, to say, I, I built this, you know, we built this from here to here. I did this, you know, for him from here to here in case she ever wanted to start her thing back up. So she's adding you to the resume, but in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. She added me to the resume yeah. in a good way. Very nice, very nice. It sounds like we have similar wives, by the way, because mine is also she's kind of like the manager to me, real quickly here, because I'm helping her with our dog walking business, yeah, slash the you know, like dog sitting thing. One, I love my wife to death, but boy, she is like just an expert at management with it. Where I'm just like, just let me be the grunt, let me do the work. I don't want to be the like the management to me is like doing this podcast alone is enough and media shit. And then uh, like I work for a comic book company right now, and I'm just the writer, and they're like, "What do you want to handle? Do you want to do management of it?" I'm like, "Well, as long as I get paid, that's fine." Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, "I just want to do the work," you know? Yeah, it's tough because she's, you know, and, and with her, when with her schedule of, in order for things to really get done, we were talking about this the other day, is that she's got to send me a, a, a list of things to do. So, you know, she can handle these big aspects, but in order to get the anything done in a timely manner, I need to do some of these, you know, back end things too, and I'm just, I'm just. I'm not that dude. Like, so it's hard for me to switch yeah. gears and do, you know, the, the computer stuff or, or, you know, whatever backend stuff there is where I'm just, I'm so used to just drawing. Yeah. I'm just like, I just want to yeah. draw. Yeah. You're just like, I got my thing here. This is just drawing. And yeah, I, I draw. It's, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, you're definitely like, you've done big work. You've done a lot of big work and you're definitely a fucking hustler, man, as well. But I think right now, since in the past, since COVID hit, and that's what I've been seeing since like 2020, there's been a change in how we work in the comic book business. And I think in media in general, do you think like it's now, it feels like you were just saying, like, it feels like you got to do 50 jobs to do media stuff now. And like to be an artist, like, it's like, you can't just be an artist anymore. You have to do a lot of other jobs to it. 
you think that's true? I think so. And I think, um, I think the biggest hustle is, is social media. It's such a major uh, component now. So it's not just about, um, you know, posting a picture on Instagram anymore, you know, or, or posting a picture on Facebook. It's, it's reels and uh, video and things like that. And that's, that's where I forget, you know, I'll sit down and do a commission or do a piece, something that I could, I could show on my socials and I get through it and go, oh crap, I, I should have videoed part of this because social media has changed so much in the past uh, couple of years where it's not just images, especially, especially something like Instagram. It's all real driven or video driven. So, you know, or market, TikTok too. That's a big thing. TikTok too. It's the same way. It's marketing. Marketing people are telling you that you know you have to almost treat treat your social media as almost like a channel now instead of social media. So that's if you're wanting to gain new followers and new fans, that's the way you interact with them. And then even going deeper into that, she's you know she's talking about you know she's taught me about um, you know interaction. So she's like, okay, if anybody, you know, whoever comments on your stuff, you need to go through and respond to all those comments and interact because interaction's a big thing. Yeah. And it, it drives the it drives the algorithms differently and, and all kinds of stuff. It's just it really has, yeah, you have to do so much more, I think, now than even, you know, pre-COVID, where I could just sit here and draw and yeah. <laughs> and go. Yeah, which was like the life. You're like, oh, I can draw and post a picture. Next thing you know, 40 people follow me. Great. And it's awesome. Yeah. That, like you were saying now, I when whenever we explain it, like I tried my wife who, she runs stuff through apps and whatnot as well. Like that's her forte, right? But when it, I, I'm the one that's like weird to her because like I'm the media guy. I'm the guy who's done this. Sh- I've worked in the film industry for years. Like even that's way different now. And, you know, when I did that stuff and fuck, it's, it's crazy. And whenever I explain it, I feel like, and maybe you can hear this, I feel like we sound like the people and look like Charlie Day from Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the fucking boards, and he's just pinned there, and he's just like, yeah. it looks like this! Like, we're just like, all the strings everywhere and shit, like, that's what I feel like we look like the whole time. And it's just, when you're like, oh, the algorithms, oh, the hashtags matter. She's like, why do you use hashtags? Like, no one uses hashtags. I'm like, no, you actually still have to use them a little bit, and like, you gotta make a video, you gotta do a certain amount of posts a day. Like, to normal people who don't do, well, not normal, but to people who don't do that, it's gotta sound insane. Well, and I just, she just told me too that like, even with hashtags, she said you have to use different hashtags and you can't use the same hashtags in a row because then the algorithm reads it and you have to switch them around and you have to use, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't it's, understand. It's, I just, I just want to, I just want to draw pictures for a living and not have to work. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just want to write. <laughs> like, I just want to write and like make videos and do a bio. Like, that's it. I, it's, it's a crazy world we live in, man. But like, how do you, how do you, cause I like to talk to people about it too. It's like, what do you do nowadays? I see, I see a case in the back. Do you do guitar? Like, is it like, what do you do to keep sane? Uh, man, my thing, I don't, I don't have, I don't play guitar much anymore. Um, oh, really? I, yeah, I mean, I, I play enough to, I can play enough to get through. I mean, I can, I can play chords for the most part. Um, enough to impress I, the wife for a good date night? Yeah, no, she, um, and she, I mean, she's musically inclined too, so she plays and sings too. But she hasn't. We neither one of us has touched a guitar, and I don't know how long. Um, oh shit! Around, around COVID, or slightly before all of that stuff happened, I was. I really wanted to uh, 
get more proficient at guitar. Um, right. So, you know, learning how to play lead and stuff, which I'd never done. So that's when I started picking up guitar again. And, um, but now I, I had accumulated some and then I sold some. And so I, we have, we have a couple in the house still. Um, they mainly just sit in a corner and hang on the wall as decoration and collect dust. So my, Damn. Yeah, my, my sanity is, is my, for the most part is, uh, you know, the gym going to the gym for me. So it's, okay. it, it's, it's, it's hitting the gym. Um, I'm not going today. I've had so much going on that I'm, I got to postpone today. Mm -hmm. but, um, I try to go four or five days a week if, you know, oh, wow. I, I really, I really push to go hit it five days a week. And that's, I've got it built into my schedule where I get up mm -hmm. and do some work and then, uh, you know, eat breakfast about nine or 10 o'clock and go to the gym and lift and do that and come back. And that's kind of my, my time where I, I don't like to, you know, I try not to be on the phone or have to take a call if I don't have to. And then that's, mm -hmm. that's my time. And then after that, it's, it's work or hustle or, you know, family and then of course you know once the kids get home and stuff we we chill so yeah i like it man i like it i've never like honestly been doing the podcast for like five years now no one's ever mentioned the gym i don't know if that means we're all unfit and you're the fittest guy on the show i don't know if that fucking means like i've never no one's ever said gym ever i'm swearing to you man like it's it's a thing but it's that's fucking great i like it because like, honestly like i used to go to the gym a lot more and i will say i've been slacking I used to be before, like in the past year, I've been a zookeeper. And a couple years, like before that, I was an animal cop for a while. So like I was keeping fit at work. So it was that thing where like I keep fit at work, lifting like hay, like because I used to care for like rhinos and stuff too. So like right. it's, you're lifting like fifty pounds of hay and shit. Like you're you're doing like keeping fit. So like when I got off of work, I'm like I don't know, if I, I can't do a gym. I'm gonna really pull something. I may be young, but my body's breaking. <laughs> like, there ain't no way. Yeah, I uh, I've lifted. For years and years and years and um uh it's just it's something that i really enjoy and if i if i don't get there um i'm i'm definitely in a worse mood that day um can you hear me yeah i can hear you oh, okay just making sure i was i had to click on something and click back so i couldn't tell if it muted it um the um yeah i've worked out for years and years and years but when before COVID hit, uh, it was right before I turned 40. And so my goal was was to get a six pack by 40 because I'd never had one in all my years. And so really? I missed it. I missed I missed the day. Um, but within two months of my, my 40th birthday, I'd had a six pack for the first time in my in my life. So uh, ah. I kept that I kept that going for a while and then uh, life got crazy and and I put you know a little bit of weight back on um mm. but then i and i was vegetarian for a while and then i got back into i mean oh. and then gyms opened back up and all that kind of stuff and uh mm. so you know then i was back in the gym and lifting heavy so now i do all the i do all of it i i count my macros and i you know measure all my food out and i have my my routine and and everything so i i try to stay in, in as best shape as possible so we're uh we're fighting off the about 10 pounds of holiday weight right now still but uh oh yeah <laughs> but rolling rolling into christmas i i got my six pack back so um you know i'm at, i'm about to be 44 in march so Damn, I'm, not I'm to be weird you do look good though like you look really fit and healthy 
and I'm still wearing a, a size 30 waist, so I'll, I'll take it. Oh, shit, really? Wow. <laughs> All right, I'm going to call it right here. Brent, you're the fittest dude ever I've had on the show. <laughs> Fucking hell. This, uh, right. You probably love it. Oh, man, there was um, – I had a talk with David Harewood, who played uh, Martian Manhunter on Supergirl. Yeah. We, I talked to him a while back, and we were talking about being keep, trying to keep fit in 2020. This was I talked to him back then. I think it was, like, late 2020. And we were like, he's like, yeah, I kind of gave up a little bit. I'm like, he's, I'm like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm eating jelly beans while cooking steaks while talking to you, man. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. He's like, yeah, you just keep real thin. And then I kind of gave up on it a little bit. Like, no, David. I think now he now he looks great. You can tell he really got back in the, in the fitness. But, like, it's, yeah, I got to hit the gym. You're really, you're really making me feel like I need to go back. That's to what's gym. funny. I heard an interview with Jason Momoa, and they were talking about his his training, and he was like, man, I don't, he goes, I hate lifting weights. He's like, I like doing all the, what did he say? He likes to surf and do all that, but he's like, I don't lift a weight unless they pay me for it. He's like, I hate Really? Lifting. Oh, shit. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty, I mean, there was the other one with him, too, and they're like, how do you keep so fit? He's like, I have lots of sex. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Not all of us can look like you, though, Jason. <laughs> like, yeah. some of us, some of us, we can't do that. Hey guys, Dakota here, coming at you with a little ad break and ways that you can actually help support the show. Maybe asking, how can the hell can you do this? Well, how you can do it is by going into the description for this episode, wherever you guys are listening, and clicking the link on there for Redbubble. That's right, folks. We have the store, and we used to have it and promote it a little bit more, but it's coming back now, folks. The Redbubble store for the Comic Chronicle podcast. Go to the link down below to support. You can get the Comic Chronicle logo, and as well as other logos I have created for the show, and for you to wear, for you to wear on bag shirts, sweaters, all stickers, magnets, all the stuff like that. You have Blockbuster Kid, Vigilante in Training, the podcast logo, and much more. So if you guys want to help support the show, go on over. Everything is 25% off for this year. We are doing that, guys, bringing it back for you and giving you guys a discount. So be sure to go over there, check it out, help support the show, and have some pretty good stuff. And now back to the show. Oh, man. Oh, that's that's good. But what have you been uh, kind of diving back in the comics before people start yelling at us? Like, what the fuck? Um, what have you been working on recently, man? Uh, that you right can talk about. now. Currently, I'm working on comic wise. I'm working on. Um, I did a Kickstarter a couple of years ago. Um, that was my my first creator own thing that I wrote myself. Um, it was called Take the Monkey and Run. It's the elevator pitch to it was Supernatural meets Calvin and Hobbes. So, oh, okay. um, but his, his Gollum or, or, you know, the, the Hobbs character is this giant gorilla, uh, <laughs> that turns into a stuffed gorilla. <laughs> so I just, um, I, I always liked Calvin and Hobbs and, and when I was growing up and a big fan of the supernatural TV show. And I was like, what if you put them together? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did the Kickstarter for that, um, a couple of years ago and it got funded and I didn't realize how taxing that whole process is uh, as far as really? kickstarting okay. and getting a book out and getting, you know, everybody that, that uh, donated or, or whatever you call it to get their stuff out to them. So it took me a couple mm-hmm. years to get everything caught up and out. So I, I think I shot myself in the foot because the different levels, there were like different sketches you could get to. So I offered original art in the process. So at this level you get a head sketch. Oh. At this pro- level you get a torso sketch, and then at this level you get both. And so, and then keeping track of that, and and there was a big ordeal where the the uh, spreadsheet that we had 
with all of the addresses on it um, because my wife is very good at that. She had listed all this spreadsheet and I was in there messing with it and screwed it up. And I had people's addresses, things oh, no. on people. And so it took a while, but we finally got everything out to everybody. Um, mm -hmm. And now that that's out, um, I'm back to, I want to do the next issue. So I'm right now I'm in the middle of writing that I'm about halfway through writing it. And kind of my goal is I would like to have the Kickstarter jump off um, mid February. So mm -hmm. um, the other thing I learned last time was I had a few pages done to show, um, but I didn't finish drawing the book until after the Kickstarter was done. Um, so, oh. you know, I, the Kickstarter funded and then I finished the book and then, you know, shipped it and, or printed it and shipped it and all that kind of stuff. So this time yeah. the Kickstarter, I'll, I'll get it written and I'll get some of the pages drawn and then as the Kickstarter is going, I'll make sure that I'm drawing it. So that way, by the time the Kickstarter is done, assuming it funds, it'll be drawn. And if it doesn't fund, then it'll be drawn anyway. And I can do another Kickstarter for it or maybe even use it to, you know, and it, it, in end goal is to be able to sell it, you know, to somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, you know what, though? Here's the thing. Like, a lot of people, like, they'd be in your shoes right now. And you see all the horror stories of Kickstarter, like, even taking a couple of years. And they would have stopped and it just would have been given up and it would have gone the, like the way of the dodo. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's the way it's with a lot of Kickstarters. But I think a lot of people who listen right now and the people who support you on Kickstarter that are listening should be like, hey, you're still trying and doing it, man. Like even a couple years later and you're working on the next issue, like you were getting it all done. Like even with that issue with the spreadsheet, yeah. um, it, it, like you're still doing it. Like that's really admirable. Like I, I love that. Like it's, you don't see that too often anymore, especially Kickstarter because so many of them just fail or shit happens like getting comics printed i mean my comic company i work for sgds like they get books printed with taking us a couple of years like we it's it's i don't think people realize the process behind it yeah like, there, it's a lot it's difficult and most of the people i mean I, I did have you know a couple of people get frustrated that they hadn't received their stuff in a certain in a certain amount of time and i understand it um i always tried to be as on point with you know reaching out to the people or responding and saying hey i promise i haven't gone anywhere you know i didn't just take your money um yeah. You know, here's an issue. I I even had a situation where I, I sent a guy his fulfillment and the spreadsheet was, I, I thought had been corrected and, and, you know, he had paid for a certain level that, that involved a certain type of sketch and I sent him less than what he paid for. So he made a comment on the Kickstarter and I was like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Oh. So I, I made it right and sent it to him. And then he commented back and said, you know, he made it right. And I was very impressed with his, you know, professionalism and things like that. So I think... I think the first go around taught me a lot and um, but this is something uh, this is a project that I still believe in um, mm -hmm. so and you know with 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 the comics industry the way it's going um, you need to own something you know yeah um, I think doing work for hire stuff is great and I enjoy work for hire and just because I want to do my own creator own thing doesn't mean that I'm not going to take any work for hire um, mm -hmm. it's just uh, you know, if, if Marvel emailed me three days into the Kickstarter and I have to draw my book plus their book, you know, I'm going to put theirs on the forefront, uh, but I'll still in my spare time continue that book and, and hustle a little harder if I have to, um, because it is very important to own something. And I think it's, like I said, it's a project, a book that I believe in. Um, it's, it's a story I enjoy telling. Um, <laughs> 
and and so I'd like to just get it out there. And if if I can sell it to a publisher or, you know, sell it to Netflix, that would be awesome. But if not, at least I know that I have something that's mine that I can reproduce anytime I want. You know, hell, if I get it all done, I can you know I can kickstart a, a trade if I if I want to do a different a second story arc, I could do that. And you know, just I think it's I think in this in this day and age, you really you really have to own. At some point, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I think that's out of all the advice, like anything that we're talking about and everything you've mentioned so far today, like that's something that people really should take to heart because as you mentioned the way the comic book industry is going, like, yeah, and you should own, I think it's just media in general. You have to own something because so many things are getting bought out. So many things are just, you know, slipping off from other people's noses and there's so much of it. And if you don't own that thing, you can only go so far with it anymore. Like, you can just get your name tacked onto it, and you get a fucking check in the mail. Like, that's it. And you don't know what they're going to do with it. Things can be changed. Like, I that's it's solid advice, Brent. Like, it's solid advice. Because I, I, was, I, I appreciate you still doing it. Hmm? I was talking to a creator buddy of mine, actually, this morning. And um, we were talking about work. And, you know, he said that, that he had, you know, the past couple months, he had these, you know, two or three projects in front of him. And he, he turned down one that was a, a really well-paying gig because he didn't get to own any of it. And he said, you know, he said, as you get older, uh, owning is owning a portion is a big deal. Um, just because we have to look at, you know, um, yeah, there's only so much, you know, if, if you do a, if you do a work for hire gig and you get royalties on it, um, you know, that'll pay you a little bit for a while, but at some point they're going to quit printing that book. So unless it goes back in a reprint or, or there's a, a resurgence that those those dividends disappear. So you gotta, and we don't in this industry, we don't, most of us don't have retirement plans and 401ks. And you know, I mean, my wife has a 401k, or you know, if you're married, maybe your spouse does or your partner does. But um, you know, I don't we've got to I've got to set myself up for when I'm old. And I'm yeah. I'm pretty close to old now. So I've gotta get it going. Yeah, and it's and it's something, and it also helps you, I think, mentally too, to like know what you're working on is yours. Right. I think that's a big part of it too. Like it, mentally, you're like, this is mine. Like I can do whatever the hell I want with it. It's like when you're your own boss, which which when you own something and you're working on it, you are. Like when you're doing your Kickstarter thing, you're your own boss. You're not answering to the higher ups. You're not changing something you worked your ass off on because of a boss. It's like, oh, I want to want you to change this here because we have to meet. We're trying to appeal to this audience. I'm like, well, this already has an audience. What are you talking about? Right. right? That sort of stuff there. And there's just something to it. There's just something to it. And you're right, though. Like, we don't have that future set. Like, when you work in the comics, especially when you're full-time comics, you don't have that. And you have to do what you can. And you mentioned kids as well. And a lot of people in the comic book industry have kids. Mm -hmm. um, like, that's a big part about it, too. So, I mean, multiple. Um, one of the guys I talked to the other day, he had triplets, you know, out of nowhere, didn't know. And, like, how does that affect you as a comic book artist? Like, what do you do? How do you, how do you make that work? And you're right. Like, and... How many times do we see like creators that are on like Twitter or I guess X now, but like X, Instagram and shit, where they're like, oh, my book just got canceled. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, here's a bunch of art. Here's commissions. Like, tell me. Our writers, like, it's even, I don't want to say it's worse, but for writers, like, we can only go so far in pitches. We're like, oh, we got this script here. But do you have an artist? No. Oh, well, then no, we're not going to see it. Fuck. Like, it's, it's that sort of thing there. It's like, what do yeah, we do? So, um, and that's where, you know, I wanted to write it, you know, I'm, I'm, writing it too and, and when i first started it i wanted to co-write with someone um mm. 
and the people I was I was wanting to co-write with just didn't have the time. Um, so you know, I talked to a couple of buddies, and they're like, "Just do it, just do it yourself." So, you know, they were they were kind enough for to bounce the or let me bounce the script off of um, for any feedback. But they're like, you know, you got the. I'm not. I don't think I'm a great writer, but I think the the story's good. You know, it's yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and yeah, you're right. I get to tell the story I want to tell, and I can take it any direction I want to go. Um, yeah. Like I said, it, it's it's a blast drawing. You know, work for hire. It, it it it's a blast. I mean, there's still plenty of work for hire stuff I I want to do. You know, with everything that I work on, um, there's still bucket list stuff for me. You know, I've gotten to draw Superman in a book, but I want to, I would love to still draw a full Superman book, you know? Um, yeah. I was just talking about this the other day. I've done Turtles covers way back, you know, uh, uh, seven or eight years ago, I did some Turtles covers, but I've never drawn Turtles in, you know, like, interior pages. I would love to draw Turtles. That, you know, there's a, that's a huge possibility, by the way. Yeah, there's, Sorry, I mean, there's a huge possibility of that because there's so many new books coming out. <laughs> there were so Turtles just, books at the time. There's there's a lot of you know there's a lot of projects and, and properties that I would love to work on because it's fun but I think I think at the end of the day you get your most satisfaction at least for me um, when I've gone to you know this, my mornings now as I get up my daughter has to be at work at school early for for sports so she gets there early and I just go to the coffee shop around the corner and when it's quiet and it's dead and there's nothing instead of coming back to the house and getting on Instagram. You know, I go sit there for two hours and just drink a coffee and I write. And it just helps me feel like my day has been accomplished already or I've, I've accomplished something already early, um, you know, by eight o'clock in the morning. And um, it's nice to go, you know, the, it, it's a different feeling of saying I ac accomplished something of mine that, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's something to it. Brian, you're not just healthy physically, man. You're healthy mentally, it seems oh, like, Oh, I wouldn't too. go that far. Oh, shit, no. no. Smoke and mirrors, man. I just know, I oh, just that's know what I'm talking about. That's hey, guys, to go to here with a little bit of an ad break for you. And right now, you may be wondering, how can I make a little bit of extra cash while supporting the podcast? Well, let me tell you how. The saloon doors are open, folks. You guys can support the Comic Chronicle podcast by having an ad in the show. That's right, folks. You guys can take a break from my annoying-ass voice and have an ad for your thing here on the show. To make things clear, we're not doing things political because we don't really get political on the show that much. So if you guys do enjoy the show and you want to give a little bit to the show while also making some cash back for whatever it may be for you or supporting something that you do, whether it's a YouTube page, a podcast, a book, whatever it may be, the upcoming event, I can put an ad in for you guys, whether make it myself or you have a pre-recorded ad, that is up to you. Now, if you guys want to do an ad here in the podcast, you can go and email me at filmworld, that's filmworld97 at gmail.com email me there we can work out all logistics so if you guys want to support the show and support your thing as well come on down and guess what folks email that email now let's get back to the show and that's how you get the jobs <laughs> <laughs> that's how you make the money right there yeah, we'll, get the, we'll get off the call and i'll go back to crying in the corner that's fair so i've been doing most of the morning that's good uh, you know what you know what i make do coffee that's my fucking drug of choice anymore yeah. You're drinking water, and I'm just like, oh, I got it. This is my fourth cup of coffee no, today. Don't worry I've about had, it. I've already had, uh, yeah, I've already had a lot of coffee today. So, I, yeah, <laughs> I got to drink my water because I'm going to be nothing but coffee if I don't. Yeah. And then you, next thing you know, you're in the toilet for like half an hour. It's a whole thing. Oh, I know. It is a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. 
well, Brett, I do want to say again, man, thank you for coming on the show. I don't want to take too much of your time today, brother. Uh, is there anything you want to mention, anything at all, to uh, to the audience that's listening slash watching right now? I know you've had a busy day going on, and it's a little bit later for you. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, it's just I appreciate you having me back on. Yeah, I mean, the Kickstarter is going to come out hopefully February 15th. So if you're on my social media stuff, which it's Facebook is Brent Peoples. There's my personal Facebook, uh, which is Brent Peoples, and then there's the – the um, business one, which is also, I think, Brent Peoples. Um, but, you know, and Instagram and Twitter is, is people's art. But, you know, so I'll post when the, the Kickstarter is going to get cooking or, if, you know, whatever new work is on there. Um, we did just open up um, my commission list for the year because I'm, I'm finishing up the last little handful. I think there's less than, less than four that are, need to be done. Um, so, you know, trying to, to get whatever commission list for the year. I took a lot last year um, and it took, I would rather just kind of get quite a few at the very beginning and then just have the rest of the year to work on them and get them done. Um, so that's open, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's really it at this, at this moment, you know, watch for the Kickstarter thing and any kind of updates on that and, and any help on that would be dope. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks Brent for joining man. And uh, hopefully, you know, I just can't wait to see where it goes with the Kickstarter, man. And I think you and I both know, because you got a gorilla in it, but gorillas and monkeys in comics sells. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. There's something weird about it. <laughs> it was like the other day, someone was like, there's a detective chimp, and there's like a gorilla detective? I'm like, yes, there is. Like, there's a whole lot. Like, this is DC. Like, and you got so many other, like, if you put, like, uh, the giant monster book I write that's giant monsters in Vietnam, like, it's there's a gorilla one in there, too, right? It's a mutant gorilla. All of a sudden, people like really tuned into the gorilla, and I'm like, "What? What the fuck? Like, there's a giant Komodo dragon that's like shooting fire, and you mean to tell me like the gorilla is what sold? They're like, yeah, the gorilla sold the most. I'm like, it's a gorilla with red eyes. Like, what's going on here? Something about him. Yeah. Well, I, shoot me your, I don't think I have your email address, so shoot me your email address, and I'll send you the PDF of the first issue. That way you can read yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I'd love to sit down with some coffee and read it. Sweet man, you rock, Brent. You rock, and a lot of I think a lot of people are gonna get a lot of good info from this, and a lot of like. A lot of motivation too, believe it or not. Well, let's hope. <laughs> let's, let's put some good out of the world right now. We need it. Um, oh, also, Alrighty, man. also, I do a whatnot show uh, almost pretty much every Thursday night. Um, what do you do that? On? I forgot about that. So you know what whatnot is, right? Have you heard of it? I have not actually. Yeah, no. We can keep going for a few minutes. Yeah, what's that? What's that? Yeah, if you have a couple minutes, I'll tell you about it. So, uh, yeah. what? Whatnot is an app um, that's like an auction app in a way. So a lot of people are using it for drops for like sneakers and collectibles and things like that. But now a lot of creators are on the app as well. So it's free to sign up and you can just get on and, and it's a live um, it's a live stream. The way the way we do it here is I've got my wife is, uh, helps facilitate the show and my sister-in-law helps facilitate the show. And it's almost like our almost like a podcast in a way because we're just talking and people get on the chat. But I live sketch, so we do sketches on there. So um, we do auctions or we do buy nows, and people just kind of put out ideas uh, for what to draw. And it's it's every Thursday from like 8 p.m. to like usually 10 or 10:30 p.m. Central Time. And um, I get on there and we sketch and we we live auction stuff or draw stuff. Sometimes we do books and signatures or whatever but it's it's eight o'clock for a couple hours and it's a app called whatnot you can chat and then we just have we've built a really cool community of, of people that 
that come through uh, weekly, and sometimes you know it's, it's collect. Sometimes it's collectors, and and they'll purchase, and sometimes we're just on there shooting the breeze and and talking. So, uh, yeah, like that. that's, that's cool. Yeah, you can search. That's like there's there's a lot of people on it now. So it's cool. Yeah. Okay. That's like community outreach, man. I like it. <laughs> that's really cool. So last plug that. of the day. I've never. Heard of- no, you're you're good. I had the like I, I wrote it down in my notes here because like that's I like that because that sounds really cool. Like you can just one on one talk with people and you're selling stuff too, so you can make a little bit of money. But I like and your lives your live sketching, which people love the live sketching. Yeah. I mean hell people sometimes like listen to it and fall asleep when people sketch. Like there's that ASMR map artist on YouTube. Right. People listen to that guy and he, when he draws maps and people just for like two hours and he gets like a million like almost a million views. It's crazy. Yeah, and we, we have a good time. And, you know, on Whatnot, it's kind of like we, um, for the Whatnot people, we always do a discount. So if, if somebody orders a commission through me uh, through home, it's a certain price. But on Whatnot, because we're only there for a couple hours, I'm drawing it live. You know, we do a little bit of a discount. And, um, and yeah, we've actually really, we built up a, a cool community of, like I said, regular people that come in. And it's almost like a family, like a an online family everybody gets on and knows everybody and talks and chats and and we've had we've had people on there that you know somebody really wanted to sketch but they couldn't afford it that day because um you know what their car broke down or or they weren't paid yet or something and and people have pitched in to buy a sketch for that person and it's it's yeah. really cool yeah wow that's that's i want i want to say it that's beautiful that's yeah. just fans helping each other that's a beautiful thing Brent. yeah it really yeah. cool so Wow. Okay. Well, people go check out whatnot. I gotta. I'm gonna be downloading that tonight. All right. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Awesome, man. Um. Well, again, thank you for coming on the show, and I just it's an honor to have you here because I and I can't wait to, wait to see. I also can't wait to sit down and read the book because I'm really excited for that. That's I'll cool. send it to you. Yeah. So shoot me your email address and I'll send it to you. Sweet. Um. Yeah. Because then I all in fair trade and it's recorded, so you can't say otherwise. Is when my stuff gets further out and I got I get I got some PDF files I'm gonna dig around for and I'll send them to you. Some some of my oh. books too, so we can just trade each other free shit. It's <laughs> free books. There you go. <laughs> Sweet. All right, man. Well, you have a good day. Okay. Awesome. You too. Thanks again. Thanks, boss. Talk to you later. Right. Bye.